your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Wild. Your Minnesota Wild every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It is your host, Joe Bully of 10krinks.com. And Tony Abbott is here also from 10krinks.com. Tony, how was your weekend? Joe, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was a little bit of a whirlwind. Uh, I got to I got to watch the match game. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the match game, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but honestly, uh, with uh, with all of this uh, Minnesota Wild activity, uh, it's been uh, it's been a whirlwind there. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm ready to I'm ready to talk about some of it. Yeah, I I do want to just ask you real quick: Is match game? Is there theme music highly underrated it's pretty good like it's It's, very distinctive it's it's very distinctive it's very funky um i like it oh yeah it rules yeah and i and i and the match game was always funny because you know it was always richard dawson who was just drunk out of his mind at the time but and five um, other people who were trying to five other months. people, yeah. Um, I, I, I was like talking about, game. I was obsessing over this. Like, that had to be the best job ever, right? To oh, be a yeah, panelist on be. a match game. Oh, it had to be a blast. I, I like the match game over password any day. Oh, any day. Yeah. All right. Um, I do want to remind our listeners that this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Make sure you go to rockauto.com and put in, how did you hear about us? Uh, from Locked On, and uh, that'll help us out, help them out, and uh, go there for all of your auto parts needs. Uh, Joe, let's so do yeah. a quick one-on-one match. Enter one-on-one, the promo okay. code blank. What did, what did you say? Uh, locked On. I said Locked On, too. We won $500. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, you did mention the uh, the whirlwind that has kind of been all of a sudden a bunch of wild news. The Minnesota Wild made a very, very, very small splash, but but probably a bigger one in the smaller pond that is Minnesota uh, with the trading and acquiring of uh, Nick Bukestad. Um, Nick Bukestad, obviously a former Minnesota golfer, um, from uh, from the Blaine High School, who's a former Blaine Bengal, uh, you know, traded him for a, a, a low-level conditional seventh-round pick, and that's kind of it. A relatively cheap mode. Oh, oh, not to mention Pittsburgh is retaining half of this salary as well. So a really, really low-risk uh, move here for the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I mean, uh, on one hand. Uh, it, it is a little weird uh, to see, you know, Minnesota kind of handle a uh, problem from uh, Pittsburgh, right? A, a, a little bit of a salary cap problem, to, uh, yeah. shaving $2 million off their cap hit and not really getting anything from it. But they must, you know, they must uh, believe in Bukestad a little bit to, to be able to be like, oh, that's fine. I'll take your... I'll take your minor cap problem and and do that and and you know like that that draft pick could easily be nothing. I think uh, I think Bugstad has to play in seventy games for that to trigger. And I was talking to uh, Sarah from the uh, the Mothership show 
uh, that should be up this week. There might yeah, not yeah. even be 70 regular season games <laughs> next year. Uh, so, um, y- you know, like, I, I think that's a-, a real good, like, low-risk move for sure. Like, maybe maybe you would have liked to have seen the, uh, the Wild get a little something out of it just because they are taking care of a cap problem for someone else. But sure, I, sure. I kind like, it's, hmm, it's maybe a little bit awkward in that, you know, Bugstad doesn't really make the wild younger and doesn't really make the wild faster. But I, no. I think that he could help the wild a little bit. Yeah, obviously he was injured. He's been injured quite a bit throughout his career, but last season was the second time I think he's had back surgery. And uh, if I remember right and doing some research on it, it was microdiscectomy, which is the same procedure that Zach Preezy had. And I think Preezy was out for a total of like almost four months or something like that. Maybe, maybe it was shorter than that, but he was out for quite a while, came back and absolutely went on a tear. Now Preezy and Bugstad, not the same player, but uh, the hope is that Bugstad can be, healthy again and hopefully hopefully can at least provide a little bit of something down the middle in which the wild are are suffering right now for for bodies so that's the that's the chance that they take here and hopefully Bukestead is the is the kind of player that can come in uh with uh, really real no expectations and just surprise people so i, w- I want to talk a little bit about Bukestad's best season right because I, I think with the injury I, I, and, you know, just kind of in general, the coin flip it is when Minnesota players come home in this state. I think it's easy for someone like me who uh, who has the Grinch two sizes too small heart to be like, meh, I don't care, meh. Uh, so I looked at his best season, which is kind of his only season where he was significantly above replacement level. Uh, 2017-18, he played all 82 games, scored 49 points, almost had 20 goals. But Joe, like, here's what makes me think, like, oh, this could be a fit if he's healthy. If he's mm-hmm. healthy. Shoots the puck a ton. It was over that year at 5-on-5, five five, he shot it over 10 times an hour. I think almost 10.5 or over 10.5 per hour. And I, I think the only player who had done more was Zach Parise once. Um, really? Okay. So, like, this isn't the kind of, of, of shooter that Minnesota is used to, especially, you know, after <laughs> years and years of pleading for their biggest players to be their shooters. Uh, Bukestad's a 6'6 six, six guy who puts the puck on net, who goes the net, and uh, and shoots a ton. And I think that if Minnesota can get that Bug, that's a good Bug. That's a good bug. That uh, that's interesting that uh, you talk about your Grinch two sizes too small heart because you clearly wouldn't have enough heart for Pierre Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shoot! I gotta like I gotta I gotta break his car windows tonight <laughs> uh, to intimidate him for not believing in analytics. Right. Exactly. <laughs> parody. Parody. That's amazing, yeah. Um, All right, well, we're going to take our first break, but first I do want to talk to you about uh, rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, again, is that uh, that family-run online car parts store that uh, really can take care of you in a pinch. I almost was in a pinch myself over the weekend. Um, For some reason, the car wouldn't start after my wife sat in the car talking on the phone forever. I don't know if she had the radio on or a light was on or something. Not sure what happened, but the battery needed, I needed to jump the car. And I originally thought, well, 
could be the starter. It could be the battery. Not really sure because everything else powered up just fine. And I was kind of in a pinch. And the problem is with your, when you have vehicle trouble, you got to figure out a way to get to your local auto parts store, right? Like you need to call up your someone that's close by, a friend or a neighbor or whatever. Hey, buddy, can you bring me down to the auto parts store and fork over a bunch of money? You go to rockauto.com. You don't need to do that. You just go to their online catalog. It's so simple. It's one-tier pricing. It's really, really easy. And you know what? They ship it right to your door. A couple days, you can do overnight shipping if you need to. If You can get that there and take care of your auto need. And if it's something as simple as a battery, you can drop that thing in and be on your way. It's really quick and easy. And you don't have to worry about relying on other people to get you to the auto parts store. You can take care of it all right there online at rockauto.com. So go to check out uh, rockauto.com. And when you go to actually check out, they have a little box on the bottom that says, how did you hear about us? Make sure you enter in locked on so that they know that we sent you. It's rockauto.com for all of the parts your car will ever need. Welcome back to Locked on Wild here with Joe and Tony from 10krings.com. Make sure you bookmark 10krings.com for all of your, all of our written Minnesota Wild content. It is Zone Coverage's online Minnesota Wild community. Check it out today. We'll have plenty of stuff on the breaking news. Um, but first, Tony, I was just thinking of another great, great theme song from game shows. Um, you know, the game itself was a little weird. Sometimes you get really good stuff out of it. Uh, probably one of the all-time best one-liner uh, little jokes came out of it for a game show. But the newlywed game—they had the Spanish flea as the uh, as the as the theme music. Really, really solid theme music. If you ask me, it's super, super catchy, and that's really what you want in a theme song. Oh yeah, like a uh, game show. Like like all you want is an earworm for uh, for any for any game show. Anyways. Uh, Speaking of newlyweds, not so newlywed, um, I bet you we could answer a bunch of questions about Jonas Brodeen if we were to play that game with him, even though, you know, he's kind of been around for a while. I don't know, Joe. Who do you think's a better kisser, you or Jonas Brodeen? It depends. Is he kissing the Stanley Cup? Oh! oh. Probably not for the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> uh, well if he's gonna do it he's got to do it for minnesota because he is in uh the minnesota wild uniform for the next eight years getting a seven-year extension on top of his mm-hmm. uh, remaining contract year how is that for a segue joe that is a hell of a segue and maybe if we had bob newhart asking the question maybe we'd get an answer but uh anyways yeah no jonas brodeen was announced today by the minnesota wild today being Tuesday, we're recording on Tuesday, that uh, he has now signed an extension. It's a seven-year deal, and uh, it's I – I think the money's right on. It's about $6 million AV, a $42 million contract extension. Um, initial thoughts when you saw the breaking news where you're like, wow, I wasn't quite expecting this all of a sudden, or did you kind of think that that was something that was uh, – probably going to break here now that we're in Stanley cup season and you know, the, uh, the negotiating windows and stuff like that are, are happening. Yeah. I don't know if I was necessary. I, I definitely wasn't expecting the term. The term really took me by surprise seven years. Uh, the money's about right. Uh, the term feels kind of long to me and, and, but it really does show how much, uh, Bill Guerin has, has come to value 
Jonas Brodin. And, like, I think, like I said, I think the money's fair. Um, I think it can be, I know Evolving Hockey, their, uh, their contract projections had a tough time with a player like him just because he does provide so much on the defensive end without putting up very many points. So it was kind of hard for their... Uh, prediction model to get a handle on it, but six million... And they'll be the first ones to admit that, too. Oh, for sure. Like, this isn't uh, this isn't a, a jab or a run at them or anything like that. Right, um, right. But, uh, yeah, I, I think six million is probably about right, especially for right now, um, where you have, you know, him putting up, like, two win seasons pretty consistently. I think that's a, that's a pretty good deal. Uh, my only thing is just kind of like term. It's going to 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 be a long time. What was your reaction, Joe? Again, I I, I remember telling you this in our in our chat when the broke when the news broke was that I, I feel like the money is right. I was thinking maybe six years probably would have been about that right. And if you're going to go that long, you're looking to hopefully get that six and a half million down to closer to six. Um, so I, I actually feel like for the most part, this is pretty fair for both parties. Now, the one thing that did come out that I'm a little worried about, and that's kind of because the Minnesota wild and, uh, and new and, um, and, uh, no move clauses are basically a sweet ass love connection for the past few years. You like that one? You like that? I know you're <laughs> laughing at that one. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, so the, the big thing is, uh, overall, I thought the price was right, but for the most part, like, I, I just think <laughs> I'm going to keep dropping these on you. Um, hey, but Joe, overall, who do you think wants to be a millionaire? Uh, Jonas well, everybody, but Jonas Brodeen is now a 42 millionaire. Um, but overall, I think that uh, the term and, and with the no move clauses really is what what kind of bothers me a little bit. The fact that it's like he negotiated. It also goes into effect this season as well. So that, that does get appended onto his current contract that expires after next season. So he really is protecting himself from expansion draft and just any close trades that – Bill Guerin is likely going to have to make here in the, in the, in the very, very near, near future. And, uh, yeah, there are going to be a lot of decisions uh, coming out of this. Uh, like I, I wrote for an article that'll be dropping uh, by the time that you're listening to this, uh, where I just kind of, like, outlined, like, okay, like Jonas Bardeen signed. Uh, what does that mean for Matt Dumbo? What does that mean for expansion? What does that mean for next year? Because there are so many contracts coming up next year. I think Minnesota only has eight players locked into uh, into a deal uh, after this year, and I uh, combined it's like forty five million dollars, Joe. It is a ton of money that's locked up into eight people, and then mm -hmm. you know, like you know, guys like Kevin Fiala and Kirill Kaprizov, they're gonna need extensions. What does that mean for you know someone like uh, like Marcus Foligno or Jules Eriksson Eck, who are both gonna be up for contracts and probably both will deserve raises. Uh, there, I, I think the tendrils of this signing are going to be touching pretty much everything Minnesota does this offseason yeah. and next. Yeah, you said forty-five million is locked up in eight players. That remain that means they have I think roughly forty-six and a half million or so left over to sign twelve. Well, I suppose 13. if you're going to 
it's going to throw in a goalie in there. You're looking at 13, 14 players. I mean, it, that's, that's a lot of money that you've still got to spend. And are they going to have that? <laughs> so I mean, um, it is going to be hard for everyone, right? Cause the salary cap is flat and everything. So unless you're, right. unless you're like a tiny spending team, like, uh, like, I'm trying to think of who they are because it's not Arizona anymore because <laughs> Arizona was a cap team this year. But if you're like, ah, I'll throw out New Jersey. If you're New Jersey, like that's maybe not going to be a problem. But like if you're up against the cap, like Minnesota is probably going to be after next year. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. You just got to hope that uh, Bill Guerin knows the password to navigating this. So oh, that was that was the weakest link. That was not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, goodbye. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to have to take another short break. And uh, when we come back, we will, uh, we'll discuss more about Jonas Brodine and just kind of like his overall value and whether or not we think that uh, maybe he's valuable to the Minnesota wild because the wild get a front row seat of kind of just how good he is. Or is it something that you think that maybe he could have really commanded more uh, on the open market? So we'll take a short break. You're listening to Locked on Wild. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo. Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work or, sorry honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. Welcome back to Locked On Wild. It's Joe and Tony. We're talking here about... Uh, Bill Guerin and Jonas Brodine playing let's make a deal. And, uh, you know, it is official. Jonas Brodine signs a brand new contract extension worth $42 million over the next eight years, I guess, technically. Um, it's a seven-year contract extension uh, with, uh, I think, was it no-move clause in the first five years? Uh, with a, So a $6 million AAV, it's pretty fair. I think we, you and I both talked about it. Um so my question to you, Tony, is does do you think that Brodeen could have commanded six million dollars on the open market? Easy. I, I really easy. do think easy. Um I, I think uh, I, I looked up uh, Nick Yalmerson, um, like his last couple of contracts, and I think uh what his salary ended up coming to. And, and I think that he's probably the best comparison to Brodeen because it's like not very much offense at all, but like 
the best defense that you're going to find in the NHL. Right, right, and, right. And his was like in the 6% range uh, in terms of percentage of the salary cap. Uh, okay. So you look at what Jonas Brodin did, and we're talking in the 7% range. I don't know exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I think that, you know, if, you know, a bunch of teams are competing for him, right, and bidding on him, it's 7.3%. Um, if a bunch of teams are bidding on him, yeah, I do. I do think that, uh, that he could have gotten 6 million, uh, without, uh, okay. without breaking too much of a sweat. So he's getting market value then for, from, from the team that it, we're not, that he's not getting like a home town discount or anything like that. I would probably say that. Uh, I, I, I think that, you know, maybe on the open market, he could have gotten 6.5, uh, maybe mm-hmm. over, you know, less years, but I don't think it's too much more than six would be his market value. But, you know, like, remember this, too, about Brodeen. Like, he signed his contract, uh, his previous contract. It was a six-year, $25 million contract, and it was not. Uh, it was it was one of those deals that Fletcher made, and, and you know, they're really smart deals when you make them. But yep. what they do is they underpay you. Uh, in exchange for, you know, a little bit of security uh, right off the hop. And I, I think that uh, Brody was definitely underpaid, and, and he'll definitely be underpaid this year um, over the term of his contract. So I think that it's only fair for him to now make market value, and I think he is. You know, it's really funny going back even to, what was it, 2013, 2014, and we were hosting a podcast then when we were part of hockey wilderness and with, uh, with old friend from Ireland, Jared divine. And he basically, he, he was raving about Brodine even back then saying, and I, I will remember this for as long as Brodine is a Minnesota wild player that Brodine may not ever have the points, but he's going to end up being a net positive for the Minnesota wild over the course of his contract. And really, when you look over the last really five seasons and it's going to be six with this contract, like he was underpaid. Now he's getting probably fair market value on, on this next contract. He really is one of those players that can wow you with some of the things he does defensively. And uh, even though he's not wrinkling the twine, like a Matt Dumba does, uh, he really does do things that create uh, positive things for the team. Uh, even if he's not impacting them offensively as, as say, or as frequently as say some of the, uh, the other names on the team. Yes, I would agree with all of that. Uh, I think that, uh, that Brodeen skating is really good is uh, stick work and positioning exemplary. Uh, but I am also thinking of Jared Devine, Irish punk rocker and wild blogger. I miss Jared <laughs> so much. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like you're you're absolutely right. Like he is a play, and you know I don't think his point total was uh, was that bad last year. He played sixty nine games, and I think he had like twenty nine points. It was um, twenty eight points, and it was a career high. Yeah, like that's fine. Like it, it, I think that's better than any season that like Yalmerson's ever had. So, um, you know, like if you can just get mid twenties points per year out of Brodeen, like. I, I think uh, I think that's smooth sailing, but uh, I, I guess my one thing with this is in so much like Brodine's contract in a vacuum, 
as opposed to, uh, I guess, one, uh, and you should just read my article at 10krings.com about this. It, it just dropped. Um, you know, one, it's going to create a lot of uh, issues, and, and, like, maybe it's worth having Brodine to, to, to have to deal with those issues. But mm-hmm. uh, the other thing is that, Joe, this defense is going to get very old very fast. Brodine yeah. is 27 right now. Spurgeon's 30, or he's either 30 or 31 in uh, November. Yeah. And uh, Suter will be 36 in, in January. Like, this is... And, and let me tell you something about ages. They only go up. So, <laughs> uh, you know, pretty soon we're going to have half the Minnesota Wild defense over 30. Uh, and then... Uh, and, like, the three arguably most important parts of the, that defense are going to be over 30. And then, you know, with, uh, with Suter and Spurgeon combined, like they're going to be like 76 years old. Yeah. And you know, when you've got that many guys locked up really long-term, like Spurgeon signed prior to the season, this last season, Brody is, is here now just signed uh, today. Dumba, I think was just a little bit before that as well. And suitors obviously got the eternity contract. When you've got that many guys locked up, it's really tough to turn the roster over to get guys like a Kalen Addison up or whoever is going to be defenseman du jour. Uh, say you you get another high prospect in the draft or something like that. Like, a, <laughs> I'm not going to mention Philip Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> um, but say you, get a, say you get a top draft pick that brings in a, an upper echelon defenseman. Where are you going to put them if you don't make a trade? And when you've got no move clauses like like they do, that just makes things a lot harder. Which then now brings me to the only guy in the top four that does not have a no move clause, and that's Matt Dumba. Does this now mean that his job with the Minnesota Wild is now in jeopardy? Why would you do this to me, Joe? I know. I'm, I'm just turning the knife. This is This is really... Uh, bad for for me personally as a uh, as as a as a number one uh, Dumba fan uh, or uh, am I allowed to be a fan to the extent that I'm allowed to be a fan number one <laughs> Dumba fan um, and just somebody who really loves how he plays and really loves like the the joy that he brings to the ice and uh, and his uh, off ice uh, his off ice contributions as well just mm-hmm. that entire package. Um, I would be really devastated if that happens to the point where I don't even want to contemplate it now, but I feel like we should. I don't think that the wild need to beat the clock here and just go out and trade Dumba right away. I think you do, you don't force it here. I don't think you need to try to make a move tomorrow, but you know, I think there are going to be some guys come calling. And if you're, like I said, if you, if he's the only player that you can turn the roster over for, for younger guys to keep that, that average age of the defenseman down, he's probably your casualty here. <sighs> I know. I mean, probably. <laughs> I hate it. I don't even want to say it. Like I spit these words out of my mouth. Um, disgusting um but i mean i i can see that too i don't necessarily think that you 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 know like to get a center right everyone's like okay to get a center like you gotta trade one of these two guys i don't know if that's necessarily something 
that you have to do. I think that you can uh, probably trade futures and maybe even have a better chance of accomplishing what you want to do in terms of getting a center in that, you know, not a lot of teams are going to be able to, to take on, at least contending teams, are going to be able to take on Dumba's $6 million cap hit. Uh, he had a down season last year. Um, mm-hmm. And here's the thing, too. Like, if you can get a center without trading Dumba, I think that's really good for the team because here's the thing. Like, remember how I said this defense is going to get old really fast? I think that really puts a clock on Minnesota's competitive window. Like, as soon as Spurgeon starts going, as soon as Brodeen starts going, and, you know, we're already seeing some cracks in Suter's game, as soon as those guys start falling off the cliff, that's it. You're stuck with those guys for, like, five, six years. Yeah. So you're you're going to need to capitalize off of, you know, the, the team that they have now. But the problem is, like, this team isn't particularly close. Like, uh, if you guys were out there hoping that uh, that there would be like you know a, a rebuild or a more patient build up towards uh, Stanley Cup contention, like, I'm sorry, we're in rebuild on the fly land. You know, you're not investing that much money in guys like Jonas Brodeen and Jared Spurgeon. You're not investing that much money and years into into guys who are pushing or, or over thirty without, uh, you know. And saying, like, oh, okay, maybe we'll be good in five years. No, like, I, I think that they're going to really aggressively try to get better now. And maybe that doesn't in- include trading Dumba. Maybe that re- uh, maybe that requires finding another way and keeping that defensive strength intact, but maybe at the cost of some futures. And lastly, before we go, I do want to touch on how this kind of sets the wild up for the expansion draft following next season. If the wild do not go out and trade Matt Dumba, I think the eight skater one goalie route is the way to go where they protect, you know, they got to protect Parisi Zuccarello. Um, I'm forgetting another forward. No, you're not. They Um, will protect, they will protect Fiala, but they don't. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Yeah. It was Zach. It was uh, Kevin Fiala. And then depending on who they get, or in a trade or whatever, um, you know, maybe maybe you do like a Jules Sinek, but then you protect that top four with Rodine, Dumba, uh, Suter, and Spurgeon. And if even if you're protecting Dumba, just so that you're not giving him away and that you can trade him at a lo- later time, uh, when obviously the trade is probably more beneficial to you, where you're trading from a, a, a point of strength, because that's how you want to trade. I think that's the way to go. And certainly you, know, you might be pressing your luck here when you're exposing like a, a, a Conan or a, a Greenway or uh, maybe even like a, a Carson Susie. But I'm telling you, like if, if you can tell me that I can keep both Brodine and Dumba under contract for at least another year and I got to risk Carson Susie, like, Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, that might have to happen. Uh, you know, Susie's turned out to be a, a, a decent defenseman, but like he's an older prospect. He's not like some guy that you're going to hold on to for the next decade either. He's older than Matt Dumba. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just think that that's probably the way to go. If you're looking at how this is going to affect the expansion draft, at least how we're looking at it right now. Um, things obviously are subject to change as they are want to do in the NHL. Tony, that's going to do it for today's show. Where can we find you? 
You can find me at Ohio Tony. You can find my work on Twitter at 10K Rinks. We got the we got the name changed, so we're just 10K Rinks what? now. So uh, you can follow us there at 10K Rinks, and you can follow my work, of course, at 10krinks.com. Please read my article about Jonas Brodine. We get into uh, to um, much more depth in that article than we're able to uh, to dive into here. So it's definitely worth your time. Funny you mentioned that you have an article on Jonas Brodine. I am going to take a slightly different angle. I do have an article regarding the Jonas Brodine signing, and uh, and uh, that'll be up on 10krings.com on Wednesday. And my Check friends, that-, that is a match. <laughs> that that uh that's also on 10krings.com check that out make sure you bookmark it for all of our written content you can also follow me on twitter at joeboo15 that is going to do it for today's show if you liked today's show please hit subscribe so your device sends it to you every time there's a new episode without having to do any work please leave a review and a rating on whatever podcast service you use it does help us found get found and discovered by other wild fans such as yourself you can follow the podcast on Twitter. Just look up at Locked on Wild. And you can also get in touch with us via email if you do not have Twitter or just want to drop us a line. Go to LockedOnWild at gmail.com. Please support our sponsors because they support us. Thank you for listening to Locked on Wild. And be sure to check us out every Monday through Friday to stay on top of everything revolving around your game show puns every day. Anyways, uh, speaking of newlyweds, not so newlywed, um, I bet you we could answer a bunch of questions about Jonas Brodeen if we were to play that game with him, even though you know, it's kind of been around for a while. It's not really newlywed. What do you think, wh- where do you think Jonas Brodeen most loves to make whoopee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I don't even answer that. We're going to have to cut <laughs> that. <laughs> We'll let Bob Newhart ask that question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>